Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi Junior High podcast where two black millennials deep dive into a Canadian teen drama from the 80s, because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's get started. We're back. We're back. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We're back, you guys. We are back in action. How are you doing? You doing good? I'm good. I feel like I haven't seen you in so long because we obviously... Where our episodes have caught up, but we actually haven't recorded in, in a while. We haven't. Um, listener, if you're wondering, it's because we uh, decided to pre-record some epi- episodes in the beginning. Because we're a new podcasters. We know what's going to happen. We don't but know what we're doing. now we are recalibrated. But before we get going, it was someone's birthday this past Sunday. Her hey. name is Lauren. She's my <laughs> wonderful co-host. Mm, she grown and sexy. Look at her. Damn. Check yes. out her Instagram if you want to see more pics. I'm like, yo, shorty. <laughs> yo, shorty bad. <laughs> but yes, happy birthday, Lauren. Thank you. We we are recording a few days later because on the day that we were supposed to record my actual birthday, I was slightly hungover. And by slightly, I was hungover enough to not record a podcast. And honestly, don't be jealous of her. Like, don't be judgmental because she's got friends who took her out to go drinking. We're your friends. Okay? Don't judge her. (laughs) But yes, I'm so glad you had a great birthday, though. Those spike seltzers will get to you, you know? You know, I still haven't tried one yet. Like, White Claw, is that one? Don't don't do White Claw because White Claw, it's it's just, it's like sweet and not like adult, like, when you're like just trying to have like, oh, I'm going to have like a little vodka soda, like... So get the Trulies, the Truly brand. They actually taste like real, normal, like flavors of stuff. Mm, And they have, they're only 100 calories, which like, who cares about that? I don't. And then (laughs) they're, I mean, I drink beer all day, every day. So I know. So it's like, Um, I'm clearly not calorie counting. (laughs) Um, And then they have 5% for each can. Whereas the other ones are like 4.5. And so you get more bang for your buck. So clutch. Maybe I'll try them. I'll try like one before the summer's out because I've definitely seen so many of those. Like every place I've gone, it's like, oh, like White Claw, Truly. I've seen them all over and I'm like, what is this? Like, should I be drinking this? The Truly ones are like, those are ones I always want to have in my fridge or something. Mm. They're they're just very, they're so refreshing. And and so that's the thing. It's like, you don't realize what you're tasting. And so you're like, oh, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thanks to our sponsors truly uh, this podcast is brought to you by truly um it's delicious it's 100 calories <laughs> all natural we don't flavors. have no ads we don't have no sponsorships <laughs> like, i'm lying like shit right now <laughs> how are you doing sneak you know i had a rough day at work oh bless yeah, yeah. Nothing happened. I just had to go to work. And I just was like, just being there was like, <laughs> I hate being here. Today so was the first day I had to go back to work after vacation and it was rough. So that's always I can only so imagine rough. what like having to go back after several days of work is like. So mm. yeah, not a fan. But you know what? <laughs> Who cares? You know, I, I will say this recording this podcast is like a little like little glistening thing I look forward to. Especially after a bad day, it's like, you know what? We get to talk about Degrassi, so who cares? Like, my my day sucks, but, like, it's going to get better. I'm going to drink some beer, which I'm doing right now. Um, What are you drinking? I'll plug my beer. Um, It's called (laughs) Meow. It's spelled... (laughs) Is it, like, cats or something? (laughs) Yeah, it's got cats on it. It's spelled M-I-A-O-U. Meow. 
And oh my gosh. <laughs> it's by the Weiner Beer Company. It's a Belgian-style wheat ale. Um, I mean, honestly, I picked it out um, because of the really cute can. I'm so guilty of that. Like, Yeah, it's like a green pastel can with like little kitty cats. And they're like, one's like a punk rocker, one's a ninja, one's a android. <laughs> it's really cute. Beer companies are fine. Like, oh, people want to, people want to buy and like take a photo and like, it's all about the aesthetic, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And it's also a pretty good beer too. Yeah. Yeah. So big fan. But anyway, um, before we jump into this, as we started to do, what have you been, uh, listening to what have you been watching what have you been reading i'm usually never prepared for this until you ask me and i'm like crap i forgot we have to do this but i've been keeping a list um this past week of things okay so i (laughs) feel like (laughs) i forgot my list until i just looked at it okay so i feel like i really hardcore bashed like all the stranger things fans last episode uh you did (laughs) You did. Because as I was editing the episode, I was just like, oh my gosh, I sound so like, <laughs> like get off my lawn. You <laughs> like, came for them. <laughs> but since then, I have watched um, Stranger Things. And I have to say, like, even like the first episode, I was like, this is 80s gold. Like, it was just so, mm-hmm. it was so good. And just like, so many like 80s things and like 80s adventures and kids saving the day because we're the adults you know but yeah of course in the 80s there were no adults in the 80s oh never it was just kids and they never knew where their kids were oh no of course not but i finished that that was awesome and i've been watching a lot of geordie shore not jersey shore but geordie shore oh like the british one oh my gosh it is it okay, is ridiculous. which one's better? Would you say Jersey Shore or Geordie Shore? I've never seen seen Geordie Shore before. I haven't either. I feel like Geordie Shore, the H episode is literally like, it's very strange because they're basically documenting their life and what they do. They just go out and drink every night. But I think there are <laughs> certain laws of like what they can film and what they can't film. So there's not really much that they film besides just them at their table service and at their apartment mm. or at their flat. Sorry. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then when they're doing the interviews of, like, them in, like, the confessional, like, they're narrating their drunk selves, like, as they're watching. <laughs> okay, that's so, kind of like a dream come true. I always wanted to narrate my drunk self. At first, I was like, I don't understand, like, because I, I, they would be talking to you, and then they'd be drunk one second, and I'm like, they're not really drunk. But then I realized, no, it's their sober selves narrating, like, with like these little like zingers like as they're like falling over and like just like pissing themselves like <laughs> wait did someone actually piss themselves not piss themselves but they like i think there was like one clip of like a girl like peeing in a in a plant like a uh, potted plant as you do yeah but so i think once i got used to that but it's i'm just missing a lot of just like the kind of like everyday things um and i think it's also like i don't really fully understand everything mm-hmm. but i'm very let's see there's a phrase i learned I I no. Why I? That's like they're like Yeah. I don't Wait, know. Wait, what'd you what just say? Why I? Like why I oughta. <laughs> like why <laughs> But without that, the oughta. Is that what you're saying? Why I? <laughs> is that, that is that what they're saying? It, like why like they're they're like, they're saying why I oughta? No, they're I don't know. <laughs> like so many things that they say and i'm like Yo, why did this why did i decide that they were like old like gangsters like oh why i want to abroad like why would they be saying that they're british like 
No, but it's just like, there's so many things where they're just like, and I actually, I think you said it like one episode because you were like, oh, so-and-so's on the pull or they're like when they're trying to get someone like, oh, like they're bring someone home. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. But on the show, they say like. But you know, that's not just a British thing though, because I've heard Americans say that. It's where I I think I I got that from an American Well, the way they say it in the show was like, oh, are you on the pull tonight? But every time I thought they said it, I thought they meant the poll. And so I just thought that was a fun phrase for saying, like, someone was like... Are you strippers? Like, they're trying to... <laughs> like, that was like, they're, <laughs> they're trying to find it. And then I was like, oh... Then finally I started watching it with subtitles, and it was like, oh, I'm on the poll. I get it. I get I it. I am a big fan of British um, slang. I won't go deep down into it, but, like, every once in a while... Like, I've been doing... It gets to a point sometimes, like, I watch a lot of British television... Where I'll just say things like with an American accent, that's definitely a British thing. It's like, why would you say that? Like, whenever, like, if I'm at home and Evan and I are talking about something and doing, like, oh, you want to go get some food? I'd be like, yeah, I could do. And they say that, like, I could do. And I love, I love saying it because it's like, yeah, I could do that. Like, yeah. I think it's so much better than saying, like, sure. It's like, "Mm, could do. You know? Um, I'm very, I'm very non committal. I think it's really what it is. So then another, the other show I just finished watching, I watched it all in a day. Have you ever watched the show Dairy Girls? Yes. I haven't seen season two yet, though. I haven't seen it yet. I'm saving it. Evan, Evan watches it with me, but he's away. So I have to wait till he gets back. But I fucking love that show. I remember, I didn't know it was coming out. Like, I don't pay attention, like, when things are renewed and stuff. And so so I watched it, like, all in one day. Brilliant. But yeah. It's so funny. I love it. I know. Um, yeah, I can't wait to catch up on that. In terms of what I've been consuming yeah. lately, um, I did recently watch um, a Black Lady sketch show on HBO. How it was it? It is very funny. Um, if you have HBO, you should take a look. It's a very funny sketch show with like an all-Black female cast. Um, I'm pretty sure the writers on it are all Black women. It's it's super funny and there's a lot of really great cameos. And even the first episode... Everyone. Every, like, Everyone Angela Bassett show. is in like the first episode. Yvonne Orji from Insecure is on it. Like she shows up. Yeah, it's like a, it's a lot of like really great talent. So if you haven't seen that yet, you should watch that. I didn't know it was out yet, so I'll have to catch it. Yeah, it just came out last Friday. So I caught up oh, on okay. it. Like when one episode now so it's not that like you know there's not much really to see but it was so you, good you didn't really catch up on it you catch up on that one episode you have time like it's there's no big deal um but i've been watching that and also um i went to this weird like true life hole like mtv's true life which you have to pay for i've spent so much money in the past i paid like- for it <laughs> and that's why we're friends because i also paid for Wait. it what did you pay for all of them or just some episodes no. have you do you have amazon prime yes Okay, there's an add-on for Prime Video that's like MTV, like classic hits. And that's where I'm watching Jory Shore and they have a bunch of old episodes of True Life on there. Okay, how much are you paying for that add-on? $2.99 a month. Okay, I think I do that because like literally every episode of True Life on Prime is like 2 to $3. I've, I know, I've, so I've bought like 20 <laughs> I bought so many. But that's yeah, what no, I get you. True Life is my shit. It's such a good show and it's too bad that like I think it still comes on, but it's really crappy now. It's like it's, it's not, so it's, not as it's good so as scripted. It's so like contrived. Like the older episodes of True Life, watching them, um, it's very real. Like you see some like legit like people shooting up heroin. You see like the that one guy, the bodybuilder guy, like his dad like shaving his back, which was like yes, was so triggering. And I saw his that, butt too. Yeah, I saw that when I was like eight. It was like, what? <laughs> like, like, like who, your dad's really? shaving your butt. Like, what's going on? As, because remember, remember when we, I came to visit you and we had, we were like, went to that public bathroom and I was like, Sadiq, this is why you should never try heroin because this is where you're going to end up shooting up. 
oh yeah, that park bathroom like uh, on Lakeshore Drive. It was disgusting. Uh, Listener, if you're ever in Chicago, do not use any of Chicago's like park like public park bathrooms because like only if you're doing meth or heroin in them. <laughs> Don't ever use them because they're disgusting. They're only for drugs. But anyway, let's <laughs> let's get off that topic and let's jump into the episode, y'all. Yeah, have fun. So um, we are on episode eight, um, "Nothing to Fear," which aired on March eighth, nineteen eighty seven. Synopsis of the episode: LD has trouble dealing with her father's hospitalization, which elicits painful memories of her mother's death. A search mm. party is organized for the school sink. Lauren, this was the most <laughs> boring episode. <Sorry. laughs> I was like, I was sitting here and I'm like, I I hated it. I'm always excited to talk to you, but I'm like, this is not, like, this is not a cool episode at all. It is the fucking, I literally, I have so many notes. I literally wrote like two pages of notes because I was like, nothing's happening. Like, it's literally just back and forth. Oh, D, like, I should go to the hospital. Doesn't want to go to the hospital. Has flashbacks. And the snake's missing. Like, I don't a- care. Amadeus. <laughs> fucking Amadeus the snake. Like. Uh, okay so listener like good luck i feel like this episode was one of the first episodes that i'm like oh the b plot that's kind of enticing (laughs) no it was literally the first episode where i was like i don't like any of like usually on degrassi like the b plot's weak and i'm like i don't care about this like oh you know yick and arthur doing whatever or like even the a plot sometimes it's like oh it's fine this is the first Mm -hmm. time where like both plots were like I don't care about anything that's happening. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that you said that because I just felt like, mm, uh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Can we get a more exciting episode? Yeah, I'm. I'd be very. Ex- I'd be very um like uh surprised if nothing to fear ranks above anything we've seen so far because it's, oh, it's literally not. like my least favorite so far. It's probably not. But like, okay, you know what? But we committed to talking about Degrassi. <laughs> And it's ups and downs. So exactly, it's valleys and it's peaks. Tree tops, it's roots. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, that's an up and a down. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. All right. So we get our cold open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we, the freaking music. <laughs> okay. Playing. I literally wrote that country western music is jarring. Cause like what? Okay. When I first heard the music again, I don't. I don't read into any of the. What's it called? The the synopsis. I literally like go into the show cold from the beginning and from the base thumbnail of the video. And when that music started playing, because the thumbnail is just of LD in a trucker hat and a flannel, <laughs> and I, and then they LD be like LD basically <laughs> exactly. And then she like runs out the house like playing the country music, and I'm like, oh, so this is when she runs away to like join the rodeo or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been more exciting than this freaking episode. The episode's called Nothing to Fear. Like, the the the, the carnies that you're going to meet on in the road. Yes, LD. Exactly. Everything gets put together. <laughs> That's a lot better. But, like, unfortunately, it's not what's happening. But she goes to, I guess, her dad owns this, like, garage. And, like, he's working with this, like... I, okay, I didn't learn this guy's name until later. It's Jeff. But I called him... I, called I, heard, him, I heard Jesse. I heard Jeff, but I I called him uh what did I call him? Greaseball for like oh. the entire like in my notes because like who is this greasy man? I sometimes I was like he he's okay. <laughs> I I I know what you're gonna say because I see your face and I'm just like I don't want to hear you say this. So you're gonna say it, so just say it, Lord. He's like kind of cute, but again, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew it. 
this is what I do. I build a story around this okay, person. This the thing about Lauren is that Lauren is ready to say someone's hot. She does this thing where she kind of like tilts her head a little bit and she looks at you from the side of her eye like, okay, I'm going to say something that's very controversial, but he's kind of fuckable. Yes. And it wasn't so much that it's just like, okay, he's cute or he's hot, but like his, like the story, his aesthetic that he, I was building as the episode went on, again, I had to think of something. So I was like, maybe like, you know, he's got his like tough guy attitude, works in a, he's a mechanic in a shop. He, you know, rides a motorcycle, whatever. Those are all I'll, things. I'll, I'll take, I'll take Jeff. I'll take Jeff. Motorcycles are hot. Like. Exactly. I'm into motorcycles. Like I, I don't ride them. I don't think I ever would, but I like the idea of them. So, but, um, <laughs> so but, uh, Jess, Jeff and her dad are working on a, oh, uh, Mr. Jeremiah's car. Did you hear that? Yes. Which is like, oh, funny because Joey Jeremiah becomes a used car salesman. Crazy. Like cars <gasps> are in his that. future. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're like working on a car and like LD's like, like she wants to help out. She's like, dad, like, let me like fucking work on that car. And he's like, um, be a lady. Go clean the kitchen. It's dirty. Yeah. Stay in the kitchen, little girl. Also like. Don't wear that hat. Your mom would hate that. And I was like, yeah, same. I hate that hat as well. And it's not because she's like, you know, a girl. It's because it's an ugly hat and it looks dirty. It looks really dirty. It's like, LD, wash wash your fucking hat. Or if you're not going to wash your hats, get a darker color. Don't wear white. Come on now. Because <laughs> we're all going to see your head juices staining. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're hot. It's it. gross. It's always that, like, you always see them at a thrift store, like, the yellow brim. Oh, man, it's the worst. I've never bought a, 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 a cap at a thrift store for that reason, because it really just, like, it shakes me, like, chills me to my core. Because I'm like, even though it's probably clean, it's still, like, no, I it see. It has lice. It's just, it's just a rim of lice. Dead lice. It's <laughs> just in that rim. <laughs> I'll like, over her dad's shit. And when she walks out, she says in her breath, drop dead. And then we get her dad, like, having a heart attack. And I was like, oh my God, Elsie, are you a witch? Until I watched it the second time, I didn't realize that she had said that. Because I think because I knew what happened later, I was like, you said drop dead. Oh my gosh. Like, shoot. Yeah. Like, I've been mad at my parents, but I've never, like, wished. Yeah. E- even, like, obviously, she didn't really mean it. Like, she said it because she was angry. But I've never, like, thought that or said, like, yeah, fucking die. Dad. It's like, <laughs> whoa. Like, whoa. Whoa. Especially for, like, him just telling you to clean the kitchen, it's like, he, he didn't just, like, destroy your life. Like, calm down, you know? So we get the theme song after his heart attack, which, again, <laughs> Degrassi needs, like, needs to figure out, like, the tone. Because, like, oh, my God, is he having a stroke? And the music starts, and it's like, what? Yeah, he literally just, like, reaches his arm. He's like, call the doctor, which I guess means call the ambulance in Canada. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Just, like ring, ring up the doctor comes in with his doctor bag. Like I also just love like in TV and movies that like the universal sign from having a heart attack is to like grab your arm. Is that happens? I mean, I know like um, one of the signs of like a heart attack is like you feel like tightness or pain in your chest, and you get oh I forget, but like for men, it's like one of the signs is they get numbness on one arm, but for women, it's, it's different. Oh shit! What's our what's our sign, Lauren? I'd be having a heart attack right now, and I don't know. Is my arm numb? Is that is that numb? (laughs) My both my arms arms full numb. (laughs) Fuck. So yeah, that that is a sign, but but he also was just like he just sat down. Like at first, I was like, I don't. I think he's just tired because I didn't. It wasn't like a classic tv show heart attack like staging. Whatever, LD. Like if we want to make this plot more interesting, LD's a witch. Oh my god. It's the craft because <laughs> oh that literally gosh. happens where the girl kills her stepdad by like being like fucking die and then he dies. Oh my God. Why can't this just be the craft? Wait, 
Who would who would LD be in the craft? Well, in this situation, she's Nancy because she fucking killed her dad. Well, she oh almost did. Oh my god, Nancy, Lucy LD. No, I, you said Nancy. I don't I said, know why I I'm said saying Nancy. Lucy. I don't know what you're doing right now. Are you okay? Are you having a hard time? <laughs> can we just can we just not talk about this episode? Talk about the craft instead. It's like this episode's dull. Anyway, I know. No, that's not what. You gotta give people what they want. So after the theme song. We get Miss Avery's class and, like, she's making some, like, bullshit mapping assignment of their town. Like, what? Like, again, what is this class? (laughs) Okay, but do you remember that we used to, like, before, like, GPS was, like, a practical thing that everyone had on their phone and on their person? Like, uh, what is it it called when you have to actually use a map? Um, Like, orienteering? Orienteering. I remember, like, having, that was part of, like, Altered. Yes. And it was, like, and you had to learn how to, like, use a fucking compass and, like, orient yourself and, and, like, draw maps and like um typography and I shit. I remember doing that. So uh we so outdoor ed for whoever's listening, it was like we went to say middle school. It's this like thing we had to like go in the woods for like two days. And we had a hike there. Do you remember that? Yeah we had to hike they dropped there. Us off. It was, okay it was bullshit too because like they could have just driven us. There was a road like like the place we saw the road that because t- we got a, a bus to go back. So it was like wait what the fuck? Why do we hike up here? Literally every day when when I drive back home with my mom that we drive past that that campground. It was that close to us? Yes. What I it's in like, civilization. Maybe it just was like so like like traumatic for me. I felt like we were so far from home, but really it was like twenty minutes away. I feel like we had like six months of like preparation and like teaching us like what we were gonna do because we literally went there with like like it was middle schoolers. Yeah, we had like an orientation and like. I remember, like, the parents came and, like, had like, a meeting for the parents to, like, know what was going to happen. Like, it, it was really intense considering we were gone for just, like, two days. We slept, we slept in cabins, too. It wasn't even, like, I know. With proper electricity, camping. it was fine. But I remember how shitty it was because it was in, like, early March. And early March in Maryland is basically mm-hmm. still winter. So it was cold and wet. And just, like, I remember, like, having to hike and just mm-hmm. being, like, I want to, like, die. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know? Like, literally, I remember, like, because I feel like I could figure out where we start hiking. We hiked, I think it dropped us off on a main road, and we went off the main road to go back to the main road to go to the camp. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was so upset with that. But anyway, um, no. yeah, I have a We should have had Miss Avery's class, because it probably would have helped us more than Outdoor Ed, so. Oh, for sure. For sure. But it's like a mapping assignment, and, like, LD is, like, ugh. <laughs> Honestly, I'm looking at my notes right now, and I'm like, what the fuck? happened in the scene she they're talking about the mapping assignment oh. i wrote down ld hates hospitals i was like wait miss avery mentions a, like oh this is where the hospital's located or whatever and she was like i hate hospitals I'm like ld doesn't anyone like hospitals like yeah like we all hate hospitals like it's not fun going to the hospital you dumb child what and then bula said something to like kind of defuse it or something yeah i think cause I she's like, oh yeah down. my mom had a surgery and like we had to go to the hospital for that like I don't care. I don't care about that. <laughs> LD, Vula, and Spike are all in the same group. The one the one high point of this episode is that we first get our introduction into Spike. Right, because we've seen we've seen Spike, we haven't actually she hasn't really said anything since we've seen her. And her voice like her voice is like one of those voices that I was like, oh yes, like I like remember her voice. She has the cutest, very like high pitched voice. Mm-hmm. And I think even the actress still has a very high pitched voice, but it's very cute. It's like, oh, it's like a pleasant, yeah. like, little, like, very girly, which is funny because her look is so, like, punk, but she has a very high pitched, sweet voice. You, like, see her walking down the hall and it's just like, bam, hair. Like, and then you're like, hi. 
hi. And it, but she has, also has like a very Canadian accent too. So it's just like, whoa, what? What is this juxtaposition? Yes, it's a very like confusing person, but I like I like Spike a lot. I know I love her. So yeah. she was at least the highlight of that. We finally got to see her and hear her. For sure. And then like we get uh we switch back to Melanie, my girl Melanie, and she's checking out Snake and I'm like, "Yes, this is my queen. I love her." <laughs> and I just, I ship them. I think they're so cute. They're both very I know, awkward, I really do. awkward, gangly children and I'm like, "Yay, we get a date." I know. They're so cute and just like just general shyness in middle school. Like, "Hi." They both have braces and they're just like, oh my gosh, little dorks. And I, I love that. And I love to see like two cute dorks just fighting each other. It really is. That's when, uh, when every time two dorks fall in love, a new stork gets its wings. I was trying to like rhyme, but we should just <laughs> keep it. <laughs> I was also like, is that a thing? Is that a thing? Like, <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's in that movie with uh, that guy, you know, the, ho- the Christmas movie. <laughs> But um, yeah, so we guess we were back in the library and uh, apparently this fucking dumb snake is missing. And like, I, I, literally, I literally wrote, Amadeus, the snake is missing. I don't care. <laughs> I just, the only note I had was that Melanie was freaking out about a snake, but she was like having like a borderline panic attack about like the possibility of a snake. Oh, she was freaking out. Like, do we even find out why she's so scared of snakes? I mean, snakes are unpleasant. No. A lot of people are afraid of snakes, but like... I mean, I don't like snakes either, but she was just like, as, as we can see, she like tapes up her boots. She's like prepared for the apocalypse against the snake. And I'm like, no. I actually I mean, find that like, okay, so I think it was so funny that she did like, that happens later, but we'll talk about it now. When she has the boots on to like keep the snake away. I remember one time at my family's <laughs> house, there was a mouse, like a mouse got in our house. And my family is like... My mom and my aunt, um, so I grew up living with them, um, listener, and they are, like, the most extra people in the world. Because first off, like, the, the mouse happened, like, you know, we found a mouse. Where my house, our family's house is located, it's in the suburbs, but before it was, like, a subdivision or whatever, like a cul-de-sac. Yeah. It was just, like, the country. There's nothing out there. So, like, the mouse was, like, a field mouse. It was, like, a tiny, harmless yeah. field mouse. And I remember, like... When we found the mouse down there, my aunt would walk around when she would go downstairs to the kitchen and living room. She would wear her snow boots. <laughs> I was just I kidding. can like imagine her just like with those big clunkers. And it was like summertime. So she'd be like walking around like early like, in the morning on a Saturday in her pajamas with also like winter boots. <laughs> I love that. Like until we found the mouse. And I was like, but it's probably gone. Like it's just a, a mouse got in like my... <laughs> Just get in the house sometimes. That's crazy. I feel like probably still to this day, she like has her snow boots like under her bed just in case like at the ready. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was so funny. But like, yeah, Mel- Melanie's um, boot moment was like, yeah, I've I've, I've also lived this. <laughs> I've like, lived oh, this come thing. on. Not another one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my aunt is secretly like a fan of Degrassi Junior High and she like put the boots on. She's like, oh, I know Melanie did that last time. She saw a snake. Oh my gosh. What if she's listening to the podcast? Hi. Um, that definitely wasn't shade that I just thought about you. I'm just, I'm just telling a story. Like, like cut it out. Like, I'm just telling a story. <laughs> we'll be right back after a quick break. Uh, I also love that when, like, they realize the snake is gone, they're looking for him, they start yelling, like, his name, like, snakes understand their names. It's like, she's fucking snake. it is. <laughs> and it is. Like, again, Arthur's supposed to be smart. They're supposed to be nerds, but they don't know shit. I mean, yeah, it's not a dog. It's a snake. Like, stop. Stop what you're doing. You're embarrassing us. 
Um, so LD ends up going back home mm-hmm. and like a uh, grease. Oh, I call him grease trap, not grease ball. But Jeff, uh, Lauren's lover, uh, is like, hey, like, <laughs> so you know your dad's in the hospital. And I'm like, why didn't they call the school? Thank you. Like, I feel like you should call the school and send her home early. I'm like, okay, if you go to the doctor because you're sick, whatever. But he literally went to the hospital because he was having heart problems. You pull so, like, someone the out of school room, for that. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he went to the emergency room. It wasn't just like he went to the doctor. He went to the hospital. Yeah, I wrote that too. And I'm just like, what kind of operation are they running here? And also like, oh, what a missed opportunity to pull me out of school early. I love Thank you. I, nothing was, I was better. I was always so jealous. At, <laughs> nothing was better than being called out of school early. It's just like, fuck yes. Especially when it's like a, well, if it's like a real emergency, like your parent has a heart attack, not good. But getting called out because like, oh, you got a doctor's appointment. It's like clutch. I'm not coming back for the rest of the day, bitches. <laughs> anyway it's like ld is like you know she's she's freaked out about her dad being in the hospital she's just having like fucking hallucinations flashbacks about yeah her mom, like audio flashbacks which is actually really sad she's having flashbacks about her mom having been sick and going to the hospital and but spike and vula don't know this so they're waiting for my girl and they're like apparently ld has a track record of being a shitty group member part like group member and we all know that person. We all, if you don't know that person, you were that person. You are that person. <laughs> you are talking about you right now about how you just like sucked at group like, If you sympathize with LD and her just forgetting about a group project, because that was the thing. So she, she went home, she found out her bad dad. She's like gathering up all the stuff to bring uh, or give to the hot to give to her dad at the hospital. Uh-huh. And but she's supposed to meet Vula and Spike at the school. And they're like, where the hell is she? We're waiting outside. We told her. And Spike's like, Spike, this Spike is like, this is my second, it's my second round with her. Spike pulled her card. because She's like, no, I know this bitch. I know this fucking bitch. She always just pulls this fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Spike was heated. <laughs> she was like so over it. Her hair just got bigger and bigger as she got more and angry. <laughs> she did though. And she's like, no, LD pulls this shit all the time. But then L- they call LD at her house and she answers the phone and she like doesn't give them an explanation. Like, yeah, you she's, have, like, like true... she's like, I forgot. And I'm like, this is why, like, give them some information because now you just look like an asshole who forgot to help on the group project. Yeah, it's the one time where like she could just be like, my dad's in the hospital, I can't make it. And they would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. But exactly. also LD is just very antsy and weird yeah. about the whole hospital thing because then even after like packing her dad's stuff, she doesn't go to the hospital mm-hmm. like she doesn't visit her dad and it's like you know and it's understandable because her last trip to the hospital was very traumatic her mom did not come back it's very sad because i they didn't say how old she was but just based off the flashbacks and the sound of her voice it sounded like she was very young when it happened yeah. and she's like that must be so traumatizing yeah that must have been like really um terrible to go through so like eh, the episode though boring <laughs> It's, it is important to have an episode <laughs> it really is, like this. It really like, is. Kid, there are children who, like, you know, unfortunately have lost parents at young age. And, like, it, it does affect, like, how you deal with stuff in the future. So it's, like, an important episode. But you know what I think? I think the main reason, and we'll get into our ranking, but I think the main reason that this episode was so boring is because LD is just not that great of an actress. Yes. Yes. And that's I why it was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking back at the episode, I realized how much I, I remembered, like, I didn't like LD. I, and it wasn't like I hated her. It was more just like, there's nothing very interesting. There's nothing compelling about this character. Yeah, you're, just, you're just walking around and riding your bike and wearing a trucker hat. Yeah. And then, like, she, like, does that weird eye thing. Like, I think acting for this actress is getting her <laughs> eyes really wide. And I'm like, this, I. <laughs> look, look at my blue eyes. Look. Look. She's very My mouth, blue my eyes, mouth is though. agape. I'm yeah, in shock. <laughs> basically. And I'm just like, I, she's not. Compared to a lot of the other characters, 
she just isn't a very interesting character. And at LD, I think the character is not interesting enough to carry an entire episode exactly. as the main plot. Like, she should really just be a secondary character. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the actress is lovely. Anyway, um, <laughs> I feel like I have to say that. She really came into her prime at a later date. This was, you know, she was lucky <laughs> enough. This was her startup, and she it was a learning process. She grew. She got better. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she hasn't even peaked yet. I'm sure she's still getting better at life. Like she's she's like she's living her best life. I'm sure. Yeah. But um, anyway, we get Melanie and she's got her rain boots on. We talked about it. She's extra. Um, we get back to the gym and LD Vula and Spike are like you know at gym class and <laughs> so I wrote Spike has been hanging out with Vula too much because she comes out the gate just passive aggressive and I was like <laughs> Vula touch you. Her moves. Fuller mm. was like, this is how you get a bitch back, okay? Like, <laughs> don't look at her. Just tell her like, oh, well, nice to see you. Do that. They hate it. Fuller <laughs> um, was like uh, Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls, where she starts out so innocent, but then turns into like the meanest bitch ever. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and then everyone else starts following her. That's her. Vula is her. So Spike was like giving her a fucking shade as hell, all hell. And basically chews her out, but like. But then LD doesn't mint at this point. I think because, like, the, yeah. the heat that, that Spike was spitting was just a little bit too much. She was like, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, my dad's in the hospital. And also, okay, this is a weird note. Vula is really pretty. Like, when she took a glass out, I was like, she, I was like she's, like, really pretty. Yeah. The, the lighting guy or person on this show, I think they did it on purpose. Like, finally, like, she's literally and figuratively coming out of the shadows into her own. And now, like, her face is just, like, out in the open. She took off her glasses for gym. Yeah. I was like, oh, my she's so cute and um i mean i don't know what she ends up look because i think that vula doesn't really stay on the show for very long because i don't think we see her like later later in the show but i'm very curious to know like I what think she i looks- saw a picture of her because i think she went to degrassi palooza like the actress oh okay and she like she looks the same i also i saw something one time and in my mind placed her as this but i think maybe she was in local government i could be completely wrong i could be reading into something i I think i i think i pulled up like where are they now and one of them ended up in local government or something okay so it's definitely a fact it might have been vula then she's definitely like a canadian senator or some shit she's in canadian parliament i love that Mm -hmm. i hope she's just like just breaking the system and just like when she like when she gets really serious she pulls out her old glasses and she's like yeah vula's back <laughs> she's like, like Ooh, yeah, she's, she's wearing, like, wearing her ruffle shirt and she's like yes i'm here power suit yeah yes. she's like yes, yes justin trudeau listen to what i have to say <laughs> as she takes up the parliament floor i love that i love that feature for her <laughs> but anyway um but even after she says it it gets around pretty fast and the kids are so sweet because they're all just like oh sorry sorry ld i'm like these kids are like the sweetest they're canadian they're so nice i know and it's like as we see in the show there's probably only like 15 kids at this school (laughs) (laughs) you know so they're really just a community (laughs) like they really get along like even joey was like hey like right oh my god joey has a soul joey was the nicest in this um in this episode because he was just a background character like i think he only (laughs) had two lines (laughs) he was so he was so considerate and so nice like oh my gosh he's the best it was so really it's really nice yeah so ld goes back to the garage and okay i got very confused because for some reason i thought oh it's jeff is her brother he's not her brother i for half the show i thought he was until and i'm but yeah it's not during this literally in this one conversation i went from being like oh that's her brother it's like oh no it's not her brother because like at first it's like oh like she's like what was it like when you moved out and i was like oh it moved out of here like that's the brother she's talking about. And yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure your dad's going to be fine. And I was like, so it's not her? 
is not her brother. It was okay. very, it's such a misplaced, like they were like kind of just like went into the scene, like in this conversation, but it was so misplaced and very confusing of like, is it, I guess like they're trying to like place it up. Like, I guess she just really had a terrible relationship with her dad at that point. And from her perspective or something, and she was just like, oh my gosh, I hate it. She, you know, she's told him drop dead and she like is thinking about moving out, but it was just like very confusing. They didn't, I don't think, I think it's another thing. They didn't do a good job establishing her issues with her dad. Cause it was like, yeah, I mean, it's problematic that he was all like, oh, act like a lady. And he's very uh-huh. like big on her being a lady. But again, the extent of what she gets mad at her dad was kind of like, I feel like he didn't really do, he's You're being like, annoying. He's wow. an annoying dad. He wasn't like enough yeah. to be like oh my my dad like because later on she's like oh he doesn't like me and i'm like he didn't seem like he didn't like you i think he's just <laughs> a sh- dad like who's a single father who's just like but also we're speaking as he's adults a widow we're we're also speaking as adults <laughs> we're like sorry that's my dog we're it's speaking okay. as adults we're like as you get older i watch tv shows i realize that i align myself with a parent so much more i'm like you're being dramatic your father I is know. just stressed <laughs> Relax, like it's nothing. It's nothing to do with you. Like I know, because I feel like yeah, if, if we were watching that as a teenager, be like, oh my gosh, LZ, yeah, he should drop dead. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, he's he has to like spend all his time underneath the hood of a car. He's tired. He's greasy. And you can't put away your fucking dishes, LD. Just clean the kitchen. LD, That's all he has. Kitchen, like he's working all day so you could buy all the trucker hats you want. And here you are, you ungrateful little girl. What? Clean the kitchen. All you have to do is clean the kitchen and, like, pull your hair back and, like, you know, take off the hat. That's all he's asking. Or just wash the hat. Like, what? LD. (laughs) (laughs) We're assholes. (laughs) Zero sympathy. So, yeah, she goes back home. They have a conversation about Jesse or Jeff moving out and what that's like. And then um, I think she basically realizes that you know, I think because she had made that plan. She's like, okay, I'm going to the hospital today. I'm going to do it. And then she finds out that Jeff isn't going to. And she's like, what? You're not going? <laughs> what? I have to go alone? <laughs> Remember that feeling where you, if you had to do anything alone without your parents or like anyone older, you're like, how do you do it? Like, <laughs> It's like how I felt. I think when I rode the Metro by myself for the first time. And I was just like, okay. Like I was like obsessively looking at the map. Like, okay, when, where's my stop? Like I can't miss my stop. Like I'm freaking... Yeah the fuck out which happened to me this weekend like i missed my stop by like five stops somehow i don't know just, how like, i not paying attention i guess i end up in chinatown i was like this is way too far south what am i doing how did i get i was it was so confusing because i i saw like like subway system here in chicago the l if you will it's mm-hmm. part of it's elevated some's underground so like i had been underground for a minute and then suddenly i just like we came above ground i just saw like chinatown i was like whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> Mind you, I don't live anywhere near Chinatown. There's no reason why I should be that far south. So I was like, I just kind of had a moment of like being a kid again yeah. and like kind of like anxiety. Like, oh my God, like what, where am I? Like, I don't know what's happening. I feel like that's a fear that never like is lost us when you like are walking through a supermarket with your parents and then you lose them. Even to this day, if I lose my mom in the supermarket and I don't know which aisle she's in, I freak the fuck out. And she never answers her phone. So that's the, that's like a no-go. And like the other day, I was contemplating going up to like the customer service and paging her because it was that bad. The next time that happens, you should treat her like a child who wandered away. And she's like, oh, see, I was looking for you. Oh, I was looking everywhere for you. Don't you ever do that to me again. <laughs> she would never go out anywhere with me after my, Literally my mom after, like, I wandered away from her in a Ross when I was, like, four. And she was, like, screaming <laughs> and crying. And I started oh. crying. We're all crying. 
Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, she decided to go to the hospital finally. And I was like, damn, I love the smell of universal health care in the morning. I was like, that hospital. Mm, St. Michael's Hospital. How you, wanna, you doing? I want to get sick. I was like, yeah, ooh, yeah. Mm, do my <laughs> blood work real quick. Mm, how much is it going to cost? Nothing. Mm. <laughs> That's how I orgasm sound, guys. It's just that noise. <laughs> In case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, too much? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Aldi's like walking around the halls of the hospital. And she's like having like flashbacks with her mom. And her dad's mm. like, the hospital is where people go to get well. And I'm like, that's false. It's not always true. Why would you tell her that? Like, Basically the entire, the entire flashbacks that were happening, the audio running was just her dad telling like, child lie after child lie like to not give the full truth to the child like oof this is not gonna end well yeah but i mean it's tough because she was very young Mm -hmm. but again that's how you end up thinking that your grandma passed away and didn't die like if be honest (laughs) like you have to be honest to your kids or else someone like me (laughs) will come along and tell them the truth in a brutal and honest way and they will not be ready Okay, so. She wasn't ready. Any parents listening, just beware of people like me. So tell your kids the mm. truth. All right, so. um, <laughs> <laughs> She chickens out, though, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because she's like, she drops off the flowers to, like the receptionist lady, but she yeah, like, the, just the can't the handle it. Carnations. That's <laughs> <Okay>. why <laughs> so you brought your, your sick father two carnations. Listen, it, it would be okay if you bought two carnations and we're going to visit. But if you're just dropping off flowers and that's all you're doing, you got to go big or go home. Like Also, literally. carnations, I feel like, I always feel like carnations are funeral flowers. Like, that's whenever true. I see a carnation, it's usually someone's died. So, like, if you maybe don't drop off carnations at your, <laughs> your daddy's in the hospital. It's like, well, damn, bitch, like, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> that's probably what that nurse said, because she dropped it off to the nurse and the nurse is like, you know, the, the visiting hours are still going on. And she's like, oh, no. I have a project. It's like... <laughs> All right. I, I guess. have a very important mapping project. <laughs> the nurse is like, that's not real. <laughs> but like, she does call him instead. On a payphone. On like a payphone. Pay like, wow. Payphones are disgusting. Like in they hindsight, really they're pretty gross. Especially in the one, the what like, it's a true phone booth with like mm-hmm. the like accordion door. You know, people are shooting up in there. <laughs> It always comes back like, to that. Also, exactly. I'm like surprised there aren't more like older adults today with like acne scarring on the side of their faces from just using like the receivers of a payphone. <laughs> like the amount of like grease and just like shit you're putting on your face, like you're gonna get like cystic acne from that. You have I to. I honestly had no idea where you were going with that acne comment, and I'm like, mm, from heroin. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Just sometimes, Lauren, sometimes you just gotta hold my hand. I'm taking you on a trip, okay? I got Yay. you. I'll, I'll never let go of you. We'll, we'll get where we're going, okay? I'm here for it. Sometimes we might go a little bit too south, end up in Chinatown. It's okay. We get back on the train, we go back north. It's fine. Yes, it all works out. <laughs> also, the dad just like talks in metaphors. Constantly. I hated it. it. He also wouldn't let the kitchen thing go, and that kind of annoyed me. Yeah, I was like, dad, like, get over it. Like, he almost died. <laughs> fucking move on and we even get like they pan through pan around in his hospital room and like is he moved in like how long is his hospital stay because he's got like he got the some picture frames. he got frame picture i was like dude you're in the hospital for like a few days and it was like angina they said <laughs> angina <laughs> okay <laughs> what is what is an angina is that a heart attack what is that angina? No, angina is literally just chest pain so there's like though so it's like the clinical word for chest pain so like you could have angina for many different reasons but angina is like basically like a precursor for like if you start having angina then eventually if you don't change your uh like eating habits or 
you know, lifestyle, then you're going to have a heart attack. But it's just a very, it's angina. Also, that's a quote from a movie where it's like, what'd you say? He said you had a cute angina, which means like short-term angina. Okay, but it I, sounds I like, like a I cute know. vagina. I, 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 okay, also, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> but I, I know where that's from because I, I, I've yes. heard that. And I tried to Google it and I just kept on getting like medical articles because that's a real medical condition. <laughs> or it might just be a joke. It is a joke, but it's like a pun. A cute angina, a cute vagina. But like, why would you even know, think your doctor saying that? Unless it's a gyno. In which case, why is a gyno telling me about angina when, he's in, when she's in my vagina? Yeah, I think in a mo- it was like in a movie or a TV show and like two old people are yelling at each other. But he's saying... The doctor says you have a cute angina, but the lady can't hear because she's like almost deaf. And so Mm -hmm. that's why it's confusing. But again, I don't know where it's from. So listener, if you know what thing we're quoting, let us know because we're going to be thinking about it until then. So you know what? I bet you that movie's more interesting this episode. Anyway. Yeah, it is. (laughs) So yeah, we are almost done. You know, it's not even that we want to speed through talking about this show because honestly, we love doing it. We love talking to you guys. It's just that... This episode, I think you all know because you've watched it probably. Is it? This is a duck. <laughs> and honestly, you probably it. forgot about it because it was so boring that it literally left your brain that you have not thought about it since until we're bringing it up now. So basically. <laughs> so Susie, Yik, and Arthur are still searching for the snake in the basement. And like. <laughs> Arthur's lame ass trap for that snake. It was literally a cardboard box where he drew some grass and snakes on it. And he's like, this is how I'm going to catch it. Arthur. I'm very confused like about Arthur's IQ because at one moment he's be like really smart. Other moments I'm like, is, is he like, is he the only okay? Thing he got, <laughs> the only thing he got right was that they're going to like the warmest place in the building. But he was like, I did some research and I made this trap and it literally was a cardboard box. It was like an old school, like we're going to put some bait and then a cardboard box over it. And then when they slither through, it's going to close it on. Oh I mean, yeah, the snake is going to see those snakes drawn on it. And he's like, oh, snakes? And grass. And he's going to go to the box because that's how snakes think. You get that from Nat Geo or something? Shut up, Arthur. <laughs> he's the original Bear Grylls. Like. <laughs> he's just drinking his piss all day. <laughs> that's very real. That's what he's doing. But, <laughs> but like, really. Oh, man. But, like, Mel gets pranked, yo. She got pranked, bro, by uh, the boys. By, okay, the boy Alex. That's his yes, name. Yes, that is his name. Again. Again, why is he picking on Melanie? He was it was the OG person trying to do some drugs with Melanie. Yeah, didn't we get high together? Like, God, I thought, I thought that meant something to you. He's the same person that snapped her bra snap, and now he's doing the snake prank. Snake prank. I don't, that came out weird. It's okay. But also, later in clips, when you actually see him, his glasses are like four inches thick. Like, <laughs> he, okay, what I wrote down is he looks like, like his glasses make him look because like basically when you when this, his he has a smaller face so like his glasses take up a big part of his face and I wrote down he looks like the girl from <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine because oh. <laughs> her glasses are so big they're so big. and like her and her eyes are magnified and now finally I get it because both Sneak and I we wear glasses but I never really got the reason why like oh, people used to call me four eyes in school, like glasses used to be lame. This is why glasses used to be lame is because they used to look like this if you had a true prescription. But also depending on the type of, uh, I don't know what the difference is. Like I think the type of sight problems you have. Some people do have those glasses yeah. like magnify. Because I know a girl like that who like, whose eyes are 
Otherwise, I, I consider on the smaller size. Her glasses are on. They're like huge. Like yeah. her eyes are like but massive. They, they have. They look a lot better than they used to. Oh yeah, for sure. Because this kid, I was like, man, I'm sorry for you. Like, I mean, that's I'm why he sorry. Keeps, keeps bullying people because he's got like a low self esteem. Right. Ugh, you're the worst. I hope someone yeah. breaks your glasses <laughs> while you're wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope someone doesn't ooh. punch you in the face with your glasses on. Boom. It's like, no, that's horrible. That could be losing eye. That will be shatters face because that's a lot of glass. <laughs> so we get back to the classroom and the kids are collecting flower money. I'm like, oh, these kids are so sweet. They're like, yeah, we're collecting it for El- for Mr. Delacourt. Because her name's Lorraine Delacourt. So she's called LD. And I'm like, Lorraine. Yes. Does that mean that on her papers, does she write L.D. Delacourt? That means Lorraine Delacourt Delacourt. Or is it just Lorraine Delacourt? I'm, I'm assuming it's at the school, she probably has to write her full name, but everyone calls her L.D. Okay. Because even like, because I mean, usually when people have go by a name that's like, like an A.J. or an L.D., it usually is like the first and middle name and not like a first yeah. and last. So it's it's interesting that it's a first and last L.D. Yeah. But anyway, um. Yeah, they collect flowers, and it's, like, really nice. I, I also thought it was funny that Steph was like, wait, do we all have to go to the hospital? <laughs> Steph, <laughs> of course, Steph, Steph didn't want to go to the hospital. Steph is always on brand. She's always like, um, so I'll get my money, but I have plans after We don't so. really have to go, right? I don't like hospitals. It's like, hospitals are gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then, remember when, what, did you write down what Vula said? About her grandma? <laughs> I was just like, oh, how do those eyes look? You know, my grandma says you can always tell someone how someone's doing by how their eyes look. And I'm like, what if he was deathly ill and you he looked like he was deathly ill through his eyes? What is she supposed to say? And also, I was like, keep your grandma's stories from the old country to yourself, fool. And no one asks, like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not a thing. Like, his eyes, how does his eyes look? Does it look like his life was leaving his eyes? Like, What? <laughs> For a split second, I thought that the story you had told about the the grandmother from that Arabic movie that you saw about freezing her tits. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say freezing her tits, that putting her tits in ice water. The listener knew what I was talking about, okay? <laughs> but but for a split second, I was just like, what is up with Vula's mom and these weird ass superstitions? Because I thought that Vula's grandmother was the person with the tits story. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, no, oh no, that was me. <laughs> that was me telling you a story from a movie. But um I mean, honestly, for all we know, Vula's grandma does also do that. I mean, it's probably it, it, that that movie was about Vula's family. Let's be honest. It was, yeah, it's basically. I'm actually just telling you like a fan fiction I wrote about Vula. It's not a movie at all. Like it, it's her life. They talk about that. Also, who's staying at home with LD? Because I, since that's not her brother. She's by herself. Yeah, it's the '80s. You could just stay at home. She's in middle I mean, school. I mean, she's in middle school, but it's still like fuck. Like, isn't there, like someone to check in on her, like a grandparent or an aunt or something? I guess. I guess Jeff was like there. He would come there for work, so I guess he could check up on her, like once he got to work or something. It's a very different time. But I thought it was very interesting. They were collecting money for the flowers. Um, Spike and Vula are like, yeah, we're going to go visit him at lunch. When they said that, I thought that they meant that they were going with LD to go visit her dad. Nope. They just went by themselves. Would you ever go visit your friend's parent without your friend in the hospital? Nope. 
That's so weird, right? I think that's weird. I would I would probably go with my friend to the hospital. Right? Or like, yes, I'd go with my friend to the hospital. I don't know why I would go by myself. Yeah, that was very, very, very weird to me. Maybe that's not, maybe that's normal for other, that was not normal. Let's but they be also, honest. That's they not also normal. said that, I guess like maybe the reason, because like they had mentioned that LD's dad had sponsored like something. So it was kind of like, oh, like. He's just like a great guy. I don't know. Yeah, but they end up, Spike and Bola do end up going to the hospital together. And when they, <laughs> I wrote the hospital food that LD's dad is eating looks better than that fucking gruel that Steph ate last week. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the hospital food. Oh my gosh. It probably looked better. It looked a lot better than that though. I was like, that looks good. It looked good. normal, so that's why I didn't notice it. Yeah, it didn't gosh. jump out at you like that gray mush. <laughs> it's still a mystery. Apparently it was just it was just an overall gruel that's gruel for everybody. No one knows what that dish is. Yeah, no one commented telling us that. Also, just a little like interruption. Thanks for the engagement. We've gotten a lot of like engagement from people. I know. Um, someone, a guy named Todd told us that uh yes, boys did used to watch porn together on VHS. Yes. <laughs> Which is like, thank you for confirming. Like, thank you. We want Todd more is, of this. Tell us things. Todd is truly the true MVP because he gives us so much insight. All of you guys give us so much insight of everything we don't know about Canada. And it's like, wow. But also, like, I feel like we, sometimes we ask questions and I'm recording and I'm like, or editing. And I'm like, we sound like such dumb Americans. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, like, hey, hey. Oh, okay. Listen, listen, listener. If you think I'm a dumb American, you're fucking wrong. Okay. I have two degrees. So don't even hey. come, don't come for me. Okay. But also, I'm trying to be funny. All right. Like, I'm trying to entertain you. Like, is it, is it more entertaining for, for me to ask you questions about things or for me to know everything? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> so, shut up. <laughs> Tell them. I read you because I can read books. But yes, but really though, we do thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Yes, in fact, before the episode ends, we have... It's like two, we have two emails that some of the people have sent in. This is cute. And we're going to read them for, for you because I, I love the engagement. But that's for another time. That's for later. That's for later. Shh, shh. Okay. So keep listening. Oh, that was so weird. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I followed it up with that noise. So we're, we're even We're, we're even now. Eldie's dad tells him, like, no, like, my trash she daughter has here. not been here. So they're like, wow. So, like, you just been skipping out on this project. And then he was like, but she brought me these. <laughs> and they all look over to those sorry-ass carnations. <laughs> Two carnations. <laughs> so uh, we get back to Yik and Arthur. And, like, they check the trap. And... They caught the rubber snake that, I guess the joke, ha ha ha. Like, but these jokesters are playing jokes on everybody. They're like, but the real joke should have been that they like, like accidentally like saw the snake and then the snake turned out to be really poisonous and then bit them. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it just becomes snake but in like, the plane. Not but so like... they die, just so they have to go to the hospital, you know? It comes full circle. Yeah. And then it's just them and uh, LD's dad, like, you know, suck it on some popsicles. Lauren, <laughs> I, I think you're you're like losing it. <laughs> I think I'm, you're having a break from reality. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, "This is a very normal thing." And then, as I said, sucking on a popsicle, I was like, "That's weird. That's not the right word." <laughs> but you know the actual funny. There is some funny in this episode, but it's all like background things that you have to like catch mm. so I know there's like one part where the kids are like walking around and you hear the boys say oh yeah i heard the snakes in the girls bathroom and then later on you hear the girls say i heard the snakes are the boys in the boys bathroom yeah, or the locker rooms too. or something it's like, oh that's funny and also like rumor mill a 
fun thing about this show, and it's not just in this episode, listen to like the morning announcements. There are always like, little gems in the announcements. They did, they had a few like moments that I was like, that's actually kind of funny. Did yeah. you hear the one where they were talking about, they're like, oh, on the cafeteria menu, if you happen to see, and it was like puns about snake food. And I'm like, yeah. yes. Like, yeah. It was like Cobra on a cob and stuff like that. I was like, this is, these are <laughs> actually kind of choice right? comedy moments. <laughs> More of that, please. I, I love this. But I also feel like we were paying attention to anything in this episode. We were like, give me something. I was please. desperate. Like, I was like, please give me something because I, I can't do this. But yeah, that was like a fun moment. And um, we get back to Vula and LD and they are talking. And, you know, LD's kind of withdrawn. But then eventually she does. They discuss about like the trauma and like how mm-hmm. LD has very mixed feelings because of what happened to her mom. Her, she feels like her dad isn't like her and all that stuff. And Vula is a really good friend and kind of I know, like. I love her. that. I love how like they're both just having like, like oh the troubles of dads. LD was listing off like all the things she has to deal with, and then Vula's like, "That sounds like a normal dad to me." And I'm like, "That's not." great either but hey but look at the bright side you guys have daddy issues it gets interesting in adulthood yeah it does that's all i'm saying well because of the daddy issues you're gonna have a lot of weird sex is what i'm saying listen we <laughs> want we want that follow-up we want that follow-up series what happened to them where's that spinoff Vula, okay Vula's daddy issues Vula ends up sleeping with a professor Ooh. in college 100 percent. Vula is like that like prim and proper good girl who like falls for like a professor who's like married they like initially connect because of like academic intelligence oh and, of like, course because like vula's impressing him in like their li- his literature like um like lecture she's like so like smart and he's like into her but he breaks her heart because he won't leave his wife and then ld ld just like meets this like asshole like i think she like meets like a bad boy and she's like oh he's like a jerk but she like just loves him you know yeah could it possibly be jeff Lauren, like, stop trying, to make, makes, stop trying makes to make sense. Jeff you happen. He's not going to happen. <laughs> you know that storyline makes sense. It's like, like, LD gets older and now Jeff's like, oh, like, I see her in a different light. That's creepy, though, because he knew her when she was, like, a kid. Okay, but you think about it. He's, how old do you think he is? I don't know. He's got so much grease on his skin, I don't know. <laughs> okay. He could be, I would say he could be 20, he could be 50, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. My my storyline, he's definitely like in his late mid to late twenties. And LD's like maybe thirteen. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's thirteen. Yeah. So, you know, it's not it's, the thing is it's not the age gap is an issue because if she's twenty, he's probably like what, like his like mid thirties ish. It's not a big of a deal. It's just the fact that he knew her before she was legal. That's true. That always creeps me out when it's like it's kinda oh, like Celine Celine Dion and her like husband who died and how like they, I thought he, their kid died. No, her husband. Like, Renee died. <gasps> and he was, like, wow. old as shit. Like, well, I knew not, he was always old. Like, that's, that's okay, but, like, he was very old and sick. But the fact is, is that when they got together and she was, like, 18, 19, he'd been managing her career since she was, like, 10. Ooh. So it was, like, like it's, Ooh, it's... I did not know that. The age gap is, like, whatever. She's an adult age gap. Who cares? Because you knew this person when they were a child, though, is where I'm, like... I don't know if that's okay. Because I'm like, at what point did you stop seeing them as just like a little kid to like, oh, like a paramour? It's like, that's gross. Also, side note, quick side note. I started watching um, Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, yeah. I couldn't really get through it because I was just like, are they going to eventually break up? Because they're just problematic. Have you ever watched it? I never, you know, it's a movie about Loretta Lynn, right? Yeah. And it's all. I've actually never seen that movie. Tommy Lee Jones is in it and he's the love interest and he has always looked old. Always. 
Because that like, movie was made in like the late the early 80s or the 70s. And he's supposed to like portray like a 20 something year old. And he has always had very deep lines in his face. Mm-hmm. And his like hair was like dyed blonde, but it was a bad job. And like, and he, the kind of like the storyline is that it was an older, like, you know, 20 something kid that fell in love with like a 14 year old. And they got married. Very problematic at times. And I'm just like, there's a lot of like weird stories like that from like the music industry. And there's also that one movie, um, Great Balls of Fire, about um, what's the guy? Uh, shoot, he he's it's not saying, Johnny Cash. No, it's not at all. It's sorry, listener. I'm just gonna have to like Google this real quick because I always forget his name. Someone's like screaming at us right now. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. I know he had three oh, names, but like he like married his like 13 year old cousin. He was like in his 20s. And it was really oh gross. my gosh, that's like. Yeah. That is, like, a, a, the worst of the worst. Yeah. It's, like, have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, it's, like, uh, Dennis Quaid is in it. He plays Jerry Lee Lewis and, like, Winona Ryder's in it, too. But it's, like, really just fucked up. I'm like, that's your cousin, dude. And yeah, she's 13. So, so I take that back. I, I don't want her with Jesse or Jeff. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can end up with Jess, with Jeff. You're of age. I can, I can end up with Jeff. But he's, he's definitely very old now. So... Well, I mean, like, you and Jeff from that period, that time period. Yes, exactly. Like, if we preserve him some way, yes. you can date him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, finally, LD does gain... She gains the courage to go back to the hospital. And she's, like, having, like, the flashbacks still. And we get finally get the moment where her dad, like, in the flashback tells her, like, your mom's not coming home. And I was like, Ugh. that's so sad. And I... Uh, I mean, like, again, it's real and very sad story. It happened as she walked into an empty room, and it's classic classic scene where it's like you walk into a hop, hop, empty hospital room to visit someone, and you think they die, yeah, but they're not dead. And I knew that. I'm very proud of myself for catching that and knowing that he wasn't really dead. I'm so happy, Lauren, for once they didn't get you because I feel like they get you a lot. <laughs> I think it because because it came at the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, I was expecting it. Like Lauren's it happens like, enough. You tried it. You fucking tried it. <laughs> You tried me, but I, I, I'm on to your games. I'm well, on to gr- your games, Degrassi. I'm, gr- I'm all grown up, okay? I'm all grown up, Degrassi. I know what you're doing. Um, but like, Watch she- me next week be like, what? What happened? <laughs> like, yes, Lauren, it was, a, it was a dream. Like, this is not what was happening. <laughs> we get like a flashback to like the library and Melanie finds a snake and everyone's just like, oh my God, the snake. It was in someone's bag. Like, whose bag was that? Like, is it always there? I I think it was like Susie, one of the kids' bags. She was like, it was here the whole time, or is a bag that was always there by the cage or aquarium or terrarium, whatever they call them. Um, but whatever. Point is, they found the stupid snake, and we get back to the hospital. And no, okay, wait. Sorry, go wait. ahead. <laughs> so this is at the beginning of the episode when I realized that there was a missing snake. I knew exactly what the end shot was going to be. Okay, so they find the snake and somehow Arthur decides to put it around his neck and like show people off and he like scares Alex, the guy with the really big glasses. He's like mm-hmm. been joking around all the time. And I remember seeing that screenshot because it was made into a meme. I'll have to find it. Let me see if I could find it right now and and shout out this person. I remember seeing it on Instagram and it's... <laughs> A screenshot of Arthur with a snake around his neck, and then Britney Spears with the snake around her neck. EMAs. <laughs> it was like, who wore it better? <laughs> and I was dead. I was so dead. Oh man, now I'm like, I'm a slave. Oh, yeah. I know it's. 
That was that's a that's that, that was like Britney prime time too. You, those abs, but she she looked good. Like I I, I rewatched that um, performance recently. I was like, damn, Britney like was fucking like killed it. Do you see it? I love it. <laughs> oh, it's kicked in the broom head. <laughs> yes, but yes, I just found it and I showed Sonique. We were having like a little Britney jam session. It was perfect, but it is by Kicked in the Broom Head, which is. Honestly, if you're not following them on Instagram, their memes are freaking hilarious. They're very and funny. They're so on point. And every time I look at them, I'm like, yes, that's me. And yes, that is an accurate portrayal of that. Like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So shout out like, to Kicks in the Broomhead. Freaking awesome. Me. <laughs> <laughs> someone understand. But we get our final scene and we're back at the hospital and um Aldi and her dad are just like, you know, of course, like you said, like she thinks he's dead and he's not. And actually, it's actually then when he reveals he had an angina. I don't know why I thought he said it before, but he didn't. Because I see my notes and I wrote, I wrote angina and vagina. And he was like, I got a cute angina. And he was like, Dad, what? Why would you say that to me? <laughs> She's like, is this the sex talk? Is is this a, is this the continuation of last episode, Dad? This wasn't in the script. Okay. Is this how you start the sex talk? Is telling me I have a cute angina? What the fuck? <laughs> But um, yeah, so they end happily because, you know, she's happy her dad's well. And he's, yeah. He's happy. He's got his daughter and he loves her. And, and I think yeah, she like didn't have her hat on and she's like, oh, and he was like, oh, you're missing something. And then he got his her hat and put it on her head. I think that was their kind of symbol of like, hey, I accept you. Kind also, of. Also, the doctors probably told him to chill his ass out before his heart attack. Like, <laughs> stop like, sprinting up and down those stairs. Like, calm down. He's like, I need to calm down. Let her wear her hat. Calm your don't, worry about the, don't worry about the kitchen. It's fine. Like, everything's fine. <laughs> I, I can't risk having a heart attack. He's like, he's like, now I'm not doing shit. So you better clean everything. Oh, I definitely. If I was a parent, I would milk the hell out of an Oof. illness. I I'm looking for the reason I will ever have kids is for that reason. Oh hell yeah! So that's the end of the episode. We made um, it. We did it. Lauren, what's the moral of this fucking episode? Is there really? I think, let's see. Try to not be so terrible to your kids or maybe not be dramatic towards your parents because, you you know, don't joke about your parents. Oh, this is what it is. Don't take your parents for granted. That's what it is. Yes. Yes, I like that. At the beginning, she was like, drop dead dad. And then five seconds later, she was like, shit, did I curse him? Did I put a hex on him? I'm surprised you know? the plot didn't end up being that. Because, like, a lot of times on TV, it's like, oh, I wish he'd just die. And then the person, like, almost dies. And then, like, it, the whole plot is like, did I make it happen? Like, I'm surprised that wasn't the plot. That was I the think, most honestly, obvious one. it could have been communicated through her acting, but it wasn't. So. You're a nut. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I'm finally catching on to what you've been saying all this time. You're like, oh, it was just bad acting. And now I'm seeing it. Like, cause I Sometimes think, the acting's just bad, Lauren. Yeah. So this is just rough. It, it was, because I think it, if that was kind of held up, then the kind of pieces of the episode could have been pieced together a little bit better. But, yeah, you know, you win some, you lose a lot, so. Yeah. Who would you say you were in this episode? <sighs> There's really so many options. Definitely wasn't LD. I want to say... Maybe Yik. I feel like he had such like a binder plot. But I just remember some <laughs> some of the things that he said. He was like, I remember like some of like the kind of like things he would mutter mm-hmm. during the entire time. Like I think he was just, he felt very kind of pulled along this episode with Arthur. Like Arthur was very gung ho. Like we need to find the snake. Like it's a responsibility. It's our duty to find the snake. And Yik was over it. He was like, let the snake go. Like because <laughs> I remember. <laughs> 
at one point they're like looking for the snake and he was just like next time we should just get a dog like this is stupid he called it stupid snake (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like that would be me i'd be like this is our third day of the search we haven't found him yet like let him go like he's fine Or for all we know he's gone like he's not even in the school he's (laughs) exactly like the grass like can survive like he'll be fine it's not a baby (laughs) it's like we go to public school there's definitely mice in the school he's fine he's surviving yeah he'll be fine (laughs) what about you who would you who would you be in this episode i'd be the missing snake I'm not even kidding. I hate this episode so much. I just wanted to slither away just to be away from the whole episode and show up at the very end and be like, I'm here. Like, get me out of here. I just want to leave. Arthur, leave me alone. Basically. Um, I mean, I mean that was, that I, was say that, I say that in jest, but actually, no, I'm not. That's, that's who I was. <laughs> or I was at the receptionist at the hospital, like, you want to give it to your dad? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yes, we're like, or every confused character in this in this episode be like, so why is this happening? Like, mm. yeah, and more more reason why I'm the snake because it's like, why am I in this terrarium? I want to like be out in the world. Exactly. Like, why am I here with these 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 ugly big creatures? Because with snake humans aren't like these humans are like these fucking ugly scaleless beings keep staring at me and they're looking for me and exactly. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm trying to get away from them. <laughs> like they're exactly. hunting me. <laughs> I am the snake. It's terrifying. He was scared. Snakes are usually more afraid of you than you are of them. So I feel for that snake. I also don't. I really hate snakes. So I'm. Are you saying I, that I you hate me? No, I'm. I'm saying possibly I would have been a Melanie. Possibly, but I would. I I wouldn't have gone to the level where I would take precautions like your aunt. I would have just. <laughs> I, I would have. I, I forgot even told that story. <laughs> like already, I forgot it. <laughs> I would have just been like, "Yeah, I'm not going back to school." Like, ma, they got snakes there. But Honestly, my mom was also so extra that I had said, "There's a snake loose in the school. I'm not going back till they find it." She probably will let me stay home from school. <laughs> she's like, like, she's like, "Come yeah. on home, honey." She's like, she's like, "Me too. I wouldn't go to school." I'm like, "Great." I'm so and then I'm your aunt's hang like, out for the week. I'm calling the superintendent. <laughs> Like and I'd be like, don't we don't we don't want them to find the snake. The point is that I just don't want to go to school for like a week. No, but your aunt seriously would have been like posted like what? They got a snake there? Like oh hell no, they're not. Well, so would your aunt say oh hell no? <laughs> no, she's something like more African. Uh, I just I just love that your aunt did that. I'm just I had totally forgotten about it until I saw her with the boots and was like that. This I feel like this is triggering a memory and I don't know. I was like oh yeah. That happened to us. <laughs> it was so weird. Um, okay, so back to our very scientific um, ranking system to remind you that we are ranking the episodes best to worst um, through a very scientific um, Trapper Keeper metric. Mm-hmm. Um, the highest score you can get is forty. No one's gotten forty yet, though. No. And okay, if we had to, if we had to equate a Trapper Keeper to, um, well, in America we use the metric system. Is that right? No, in, in Canada they use a metric system. We use what do we the, use? Like standard or whatever it's called. Well, what would you what would you equal a trapper keeper to? One trapper keeper equals like four post-it notes. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that for real. I really, I just said office supplies. I don't know. <laughs> and maybe like a uh, like a half a half stack of college ruled loose leaf paper Ooh, yeah that's better You're but like maybe, but like a multi-pack of post-it notes maybe or just a pack of post-it notes what are we yeah. doing let's get back to the science. yeah I don't know let's get happening. back to the science <laughs> let's get back to the facts of the matter okay so 80 is canadianess 
what how many chopper keepers did you get that um okay i heard a so many times like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you go into the hospital a i'll be there a a just as a word <laughs> so i heard that a lot <laughs> we had we had a lot of older generations as we mentioned before there's a lot of older people talking not just kids i feel like spike has a very canadian accent we had a payphone. we had old school 80s hospital beds which triggered me back to high school do you remember i used to be in that medical careers program in high school oh yeah, that's why you knew what angina was yeah i also like <laughs> shout out to that time that i used to think i was going to be a nursing major i was a nursing major for a while i remember that all right. Well, the size that's actually gives a pretty high ranking. I would I would put the would, 80s Canadianness to like a a solid like seven. I was gonna say an eight, so let's go in the middle of an eight point five, seven point five. Yeah, nice fashion. So I didn't get very many fashion moments. LV's no. trucker hat like upset me. It chilled me to the core. But yeah. yeah, there were no like really good fashion. Like nobody wore anything where I was like. Wow, like I feel like I'm the '80s. It was just kind of, eh, yeah. Just and if clothes. anybody was like, they were just like passing by, like you couldn't really. I would say, I would say more like because it wasn't really the fashion; it was more just of like Spike's hair. I would say Spike's hair added to the '80s Canadianness more than the fashion. So really, you say? Because I, I mean, it's hair. I guess hair is fashion, but I mean, that's yeah, the I, only... I would, I would say it's the one saving grace of the episode was that we got Spike's hair. Okay. For fashion. I would say That would fashion. still put it at a low score for me, though. Let's see. The lowest fashion score we've given so far is a three. I might give it a three or a 2.5. I was thinking three, too. Okay. I was like, you got a three. All right. Um, next, we have um, acting. <laughs> Ugh. Well... <laughs> I'm already shaking my head like, nope. I would put the acting at like a four. It was bad. It was really bad. And it was bad. The thing is, it was was bad, but not like a funny bad. It just was like, this Mm. is just uncomfortable to watch. It wasn't good at all. Yeah, I would would keep it at a four as well. Cool. And last but not least, we have plot. Did it go there? Nope. No. Nope. It really did. I mean, it did like, because I feel like obviously (laughs) as we talked about this, what she, like the, she as a person has dealt with a lot of trauma, like, uh-huh. and like, and then this kind of like, um, triggering incident and re-traumatization, like is a very big thing that can happen. And it wasn't like, it didn't hit at all. Like it was just, it was a boring episode. And like we said, because the acting, like, I feel like the stakes, despite it being about a parent in the hospital and being like, Oh shoot, she had a dead mother. The stakes didn't feel very high. And I feel like they should have felt higher. Because, like, it's, like, her dad's in the hospital. It's really scary. I should have thought from the beginning that he was going to die. Yeah. Like, I, sh- I, sh- I should have been, like, <laughs> expecting so much. I should have, like, had some, like, well, is it going to happen? Is it not? Like, but. And the, it just wasn't hard hitting at all. So I would say no. Okay. So the the lowest did it go there score we have is from episode one. Do you think it was as low as that? Episode one, like, the Kiss Me Steph? Kiss Me Steph was a three on did it go there. I don't even say this is like no, I lower somehow. Kiss me step at least had like liquor. No, it didn't. That was a dance. Kiss me step had like sexual harassment, sexism, like, and sexual harassment at least. Yeah, I, I, I put that too. Let's go. Yeah, let's give it two because it was. This was not. It just wasn't good at all. Yeah, it was like just not a fun one. But you know the the thing is, there are so many great Degrassi episodes though. It's fine. You know, it happens. And this is at a 16.5 Trapper Keepers. That's the last place. It is in the last place, which is what we suspected. I wonder if there was already some bias going into it. But 
Yeah, it's at the last. It's in the last. Okay, both of us like because I remember talking, taking notes, and I was just like, I don't even want to talk about this episode. Like that's how I felt even before we started. Actually, no, it's not in last place. Oh, the experiment no, was, was actually episode three. experiment was actually is the one that's in last place. This is the second to last place. Wow. Yeah. So I actually didn't do as poorly as I thought, but still pretty bad. I know. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Nothing to fear. But fear it felt so fear itself. But also, what this fucking episode. <laughs> okay, I couldn't remember. Did FDR or did Winston Churchill or FDR say that? You have nothing to fear but fear itself. I want to say that was FDR. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, it's in FDR's um, inaugural address. Hey. Look at you. You know um, you know stuff. I mean, if they teach us anything in America, it's about the good parts of our history and nothing else. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong. It's like the best parts of our history are taught. Bad parts, we just gloss over that. <laughs> I also, because I remember we were talking earlier about like, we asked some weird questions. We're dumb Americans, but we're not. Honestly, a lot of my education about any other, like, because the only European history we learn about is, like, ancient, like, old school, like, Tudors, old kings and shit history. We don't learn about any relevant things to today <laughs> when it comes to, like, other countries' history, which I think is ridiculous. And, like, basic K, K through 12. You're right, though, because even when we did, like, world history, it's all, we always got caught in, like... It was ancient. Columbus. It's always very old stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I know some modern... I think just because I also took AP world... Uh, AP European history. Okay, I, I took AP US. You didn't have to take that, so I happened to do that. And also, I mean, my, I went to school for IR, so it's like, I know, I know a little bit about, you know... Okay, for all us, like, non-IR people, what is IR? International relations. <laughs> Oh. So just because of, I mean, but I that's also, that. it's a specialty. So like, it's, I know certain things because I went to school for it. If I hadn't, I probably wouldn't know it. Yeah. You know, we're not dumb is what I'm saying. So we are like, very well educated. We are degree holding bad bitches. Yes. Debt. Love it. Student. Debt. Eh. Gonna be in debt forever. My student debt keeps me warm at night. <laughs> Cause it's it's so thick. It's just like cover myself in it. I was like, mm, love it's it. And like, Lisa, what's me? I used to hold on my old textbooks for insulation. Just like, uh. <laughs> because I can't. I spent so much money on them. I was like, I'm gonna use them. So I stuff my I stuff my winter coat with the papers from my textbooks. I stay warm. <laughs> it's artificial down, but it's just made of like straight up textbooks. <laughs> Basically, Basically the communist manifesto's in there somewhere. <laughs> I have to read that. So now it's just it's, it's kindling. It's kindling for my fire. Place. <laughs> I'm reading it again. As we mentioned before, we did want to give some shout outs to people who did reach out to us through our email. So if you go on our website, what's our website, Sonique? Everybodywantsomething.com. Um, we're web developers as well as podcasters. So check, 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 check it out. We're great. Um, <laughs> but you can like leave us in like you know comments or whatever. Of course, you can you can rate and subscribe. Um, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, but you can go on our website and give us like, you know, your feedback if you'd like. You could tweet us. You can do a lot of things. We live in the future mm-hmm. and there's a lot of ways to contact us. But I wanted to read some of like the, the really sweet emails that we got, if that's all right Aww. with you. Um, so the first email we have is from um, someone named Ari. Um, the subject line says clapping emojis, which is always good. Uh-uh. And the message says, y'all, I am not even 10 minutes into the first episode of this podcast, and I am here for it. 
I only commented <laughs> on it twice, and I'm trying my best to not blow y'all's podcast up with a million comments. So I'm here instead. Hopefully, I'm able to contain myself and demonstrate some self-control. But they don't call me Spinner for nothing, eh? <laughs> Wait, are you, is she from Canada? No, I think she just watches Degrassi. I remember, like, they don't call me Spinner yes, for nothing. I'm like, you're I love it. Best. <laughs> you're the best. Uh, just kidding. No one calls me that. I wish. I do call my dog no. that sometimes, though. Well... Now that I have sufficiently expressed my appreciation as well as ventured off into a whole tangent, I will end this with hashtag hey, thanks, bye. <laughs> oh, girl, you, you already know that we love tangents. So well, I you're also in the right interacted place. with Ari on Twitter because she did shout out to us and say, hey, now and then is on Netflix right now in case you're wondering. So I was like, thank you oh, yes. for that. I've already watched it, actually. <laughs> I talked about it. I couldn't find the DVD anyway. I think there's a bunch of DVDs I took to China and then just left there. So some Chinese person is going to love that movie, hopefully. It's just loving now and then. (laughs) 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 You can watch it on Netflix if you are curious. It's there. I just realized that I think the other email was someone being like, hey, you want to expand your listener? It's like one of the automated fake ones. Thank you so much, Ari, for reaching out to us and loving the podcast. I hope you're still listening. Um, But yeah, if anybody else wants to send something out, send it and we might read it. Or we will read it because we like to hear from you guys. It makes us feel good about ourselves. You know, here we are at the end. Again, you can reach out to us through the email. Of course, we are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. I could tell you where we are on Instagram and Twitter again, but we say it every episode. You know where we are. And they're linked in the show notes as well. And they're linked in the show notes. So you can reach out to us through those avenues as well. But thank you again for bearing with us for this episode. You you guys know it is a hard one. It was a hard one. We all know it. Like, no one wants to say it, but, like, we say the things no one wants to say. Mm. We're, we're brave, is what I'm saying. Truly. Because the stuff we say on this podcast, only brave people really do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be really brave to feel that strong about the show. <laughs> but, yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.